Hello again everyone and welcome back to The InDesigner, the video cast that provides information, instruction, and insight for designers using and learning Adobe InDesign. I'm your host Michael Murphy, graphic designer and Adobe certified expert in InDesign CS2. And this is episode 35, part 3 of my long document series. This episode continues with Table of Contents or TOC features picking up right where I left off in the last episode, where we set up and generated a table of contents for a book. In this episode, we're going to fine-tune that table of contents, fix a few problems that I deliberately left in, and show off how an InDesign table of contents pays off big time when you export a book or a file that uses one to PDF format. Here's the table of contents we created for my 10-chapter book in the last episode. Let's take a closer look at what we've got here, because there are some problems that need to be fixed. Most of them could have been eliminated by preparation up front, but I believe that understanding how to do something right is a lot easier when you know where and how it can go wrong. The first problem, for me anyway, is this huge contents type at the top of the TOC. Besides being too big, it's also unnecessary since my folio at the top of the page says Table of Contents already. The other problem is that the first item listed in my Table of Contents is the Table of Contents itself. That's pretty pointless too. I'm already here, so why do I need to be told where the Table of Contents is in my book? Not to mention that the number style I'm using makes the lowercase Roman numerals used for my TOC pages look just like the normal numbers used for the rest of the chapters, except it manages to misalign them. Clearly this has to be fixed, so I should just select the text I want and go to Edit Clear, right? Wrong! This is absolutely not the thing to do. Why not? You have to remember that this is an automatically generated table of contents that InDesign has created by pulling information from all of my book chapters and arranging it for me here. If I delete this text here on the page, it's just going to show up again when I update this table of contents. The same goes for any local formatting changes I make. Any desired changes to a TOC should be made by changing the options in the Table of Contents dialog and or changing the paragraph styles from which this TOC was built. Here's how I go about making my changes to this TOC the proper way. From the Layout menu, I'll choose Table of Contents. Here in the Title field is the word Contents, which generates this big contents here on the page. I'll delete it here in the dialog box, then click Save Style to update my existing InDesigner TOC style. InDesign asks if I want to overwrite the existing version, which I do, so I click Yes, then click OK in the dialog box, and wait for the application to reprocess the TOC settings. InDesign lets me know when it's completed the task, I click OK again, and you can see that the great big contents type is gone. The next thing I want to get rid of is that first entry which lists the table of contents itself. The reason it's there at all is because here on the title page, the words table of contents use the paragraph style chapter titles that I've instructed in design to seek out and include in my TOC. To have this text be ignored in that process, I need to go to the paragraph styles palette menu while the text is selected and choose break link to style. Then I'll save the file and recall the book palette from the window menu. Notice that it's indicating that many of my book files have been modified, so I'll click the synchronize icon at the bottom of the palette and let InDesign do its thing for a few seconds, click OK, and close these palettes to get them out of my way. 
back here in my spread, I'm ready to update my table of contents. All I need to do is place my cursor anywhere in the frames that contain this TOC, go to the Layout menu, and choose Update Table of Contents. InDesign processes all of my book files, and I'll click OK when it's done. Notice that Introduction is now my first entry. I've eliminated Table of Contents just by breaking its link to the style that brings in every other chapter name. I have a few other deliberate problems built into this TOC, so let's take a closer look. Something's not right with these chapter descriptions. Notice how the sentence just ends incompletely here, as does this one and this one. They're all truncated. If I select the text and open up the info palette, notice that the character count for this selection is 256. I'll select the next description, and that's also 256 characters long. And so is this one. This is not just a crazy coincidence. 256 characters is the maximum allowable number of characters that can be included in any TOC entry. Now, for chapter titles and most other parts of a table of contents, that's not an issue, but it is for something like this. These introductions are from the title pages of each of my chapters, and I don't want to cut the text of my introductions to each chapter just to make them work in the TOC. So maybe I should just not include the descriptions in my TOC at all. To remove them, I'll go to Layout, choose Table of Contents, select my chapter intro style here, and click Remove. Notice that even though there are now only two levels of information here, the topic heading style still has a level value of 3. I'm going to leave that for now since it doesn't impact what we're doing here. At the bottom of the dialog box, Replace Existing Table of Contents is checked. That's exactly what I want. InDesign will swap out my new information for what's already placed on the page. Now I'll click Save Style since I made a distinct change to my previous settings. I'll call it InDesigner No Intro, and click OK. Notice that's what shows up in the TOC Style menu now. There's one other thing to notice here. My Replace Existing Table of Contents option is now grayed out. Since I'm using a different TOC style, InDesign treats this as though I'm creating a new table of contents, and updating the previous one is no longer an option. You'll see what this means after I click OK. You'll notice that once again I have a loaded text cursor, but my existing table of contents is still here. This is just the way InDesign works. The use of a new TOC style is considered the start of a new TOC, so it doesn't update my old one. For now, I'll just place this, then go back and delete my old TOC text frames, and move my new TOC into the appropriate position on the page. And quite frankly, I don't like the look of this at all. Without the intros, the TOC is too short. The chapter names, and especially the page numbers, are all crowded together. So I'm going to delete this version, and rather than eliminating my intro text this time, I'm going to show you an alternate way of dealing with the 256 character limit. From the book palette, I'm going to open one of my chapter files, and then open up the layers palette. Notice that I have a layer called Hidden Layer in this file that is not visible. If I make it visible, it reveals an alternate version of my chapter introduction. When I select that text and check the character count in the info palette, you can see that it's only 244 characters long. And if I open up the Paragraph Styles palette, it indicates that this text uses a style called Short Descriptions. I've put one of these hidden layers and alternate introductions in every one of my chapters. 
Each is less than 256 characters long, and each uses this short description's paragraph style. This way, I get to keep my actual intro text, which I want to keep longer on the title pages, but I also get to include complete introductions in my table of contents that don't exceed the 256 character limit. I'll just hide this layer again and get out of this document. And in my TOC document, I'll go back to the Layout menu and choose Table of Contents again. Here, I'll select Chapter Intro from the Include Paragraph Styles list and click Remove. Then I'll select the Short Description Style in the Other Styles list and click Add. By default, it's put at the end of the list, but I want it right after my chapter name, so I'll just drag it into that position. It's also been assigned a level value of 4. For my purposes, this really doesn't matter, but I'll just change it to 2 anyway. And you can see that it's indented accordingly in the list. For the entry style, I'll assign it TOC character descriptions, and I do not want a page number. Now, to make this trick work, I have to make sure that include text on hidden layers is checked before I'm done here. Once again, I'm going to save this style so that I don't have to reset these options every time, and I'll replace my previous version of this style since the old settings aren't what I want anymore. Now I click OK, and I can just click with my loaded text cursor to place the new TOC. Now if we take a look at this TOC that uses the alternate text from my hidden layers, we'll see that I have complete intro paragraphs everywhere. All I need to do to complete this TOC is drag up the bottom of this text frame to balance out the spread, and I've got a finished table of contents. But suppose after all of this is done, I need to move a chapter around in my book. Let's say I grab chapter 9 in the book palette and move it up after chapter 1. The book will automatically repaginate, and now if I place my text cursor anywhere in the frame holding this TOC, all I need to do is go to the Layout menu and choose Update Table of Contents. Keep an eye out for what happens here after chapter 1 and here where chapter 9 currently is. I'll click OK, and notice that what was Chapter 9 is now moved between Chapters 1 and 2 in my TOC, just like it is in the book palette. Let's take a look at some other ways that TOCs pay off. If I go to the book palette menu and choose Export Book to PDF, then pick a name and location where I want to save the PDF, in the Export Adobe PDF dialog box I want to make sure that bookmarks and hyperlinks are checked when I export this book. We'll see why in a minute. Finally, I'll click Export, and InDesign will take a few moments to compile all of my book's documents. Now I have a single 80-page PDF of my entire book. Let's take a look at the table of contents in this exported PDF. Notice the appearance of the cursor as it moves over the chapter names, or page numbers, or subtopics. Each of these is a clickable link set up by the automated TOC because bookmarks and hyperlinks were checked in the export settings. I can click on any chapter name to go to the start of the chapter, or on any page number to go to that specific page, or on any subtopic within a chapter to jump to its location in the book. And as if that's not useful enough, if I open up the Bookmarks tab in this PDF, you can see that everything from my TOC has been made into a bookmark, providing yet another way to get around my book. Here again, I can go to any chapter or bookmark section within a chapter just by clicking the appropriate name in the Bookmarks tab. 
So besides saving you the trouble of manually creating a table of contents in InDesign, the automated TOC feature also saves you the trouble of bookmarking your PDF in Acrobat. That wraps up Tables of Contents. The next episode will be the exciting conclusion to the long document series. It's all action, thrills, and romance as we look at indexing. Okay, maybe it won't be all that, but it will be the conclusion to this series, and it will be the episode that my anniversary contest winner and many more of you asked for. In the meantime, please participate on the blog by posting comments or questions about this or any other episode at indesignsecrets.com slash theindesigner. And check out the other great information on the site. It is the independent resource for all things InDesign. If you're shy and don't want your questions made public, or if you just want to say hi, feel free to send me an email at info at theindesigner.com or look for me on AIM or iChat as The Indesigner. Until next time, this is Michael Murphy for the InDesigner Videocast and InDesignSecrets.com. Thanks for watching.